I remember the days when I had nothing, just a ball on the court and a dream of something more. But basketball was my outlet. My purpose was strong, my communities, the cities I represented with pride, and the fans that supported me along the way. I am forever grateful for those people and places, because they made me Carmelo Anthony. But now the time has come for me to say goodbye to the court where I made my name, to the game that gave me purpose and pride. But this bittersweet goodbye to the NBA, I'm excited about what the future holds for me. When people ask what I believe my legacy is, it's not my feats on the court that come to mind, nor the awards or praise, because my story has always been more than basketball. My legacy, my son, is in you. I will forever continue through you. Because the time has come for you to carry this torch. So, Kai, chase your dreams. Let nothing hold you back. Let nothing intervene. My legacy, now and forever, lives on through you. And I'll always be proud of all that you do. Peace. We got to keep it real with reality, and reality gonna keep it real with us. Ooh, yeah! His very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom, who was on crack! Oh, this reduced lunch sports, man. Come on, man. Hey, bro, you listening to the sports desk? Do you smell what the rock is cooking? Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the Sports Desk episode 260, 227, 227. <laughs> I'll be all over the place with the episodes, my boy. But welcome back uh, to the Sports Desk, man. It's your guy, Shemance. One more time, Dedrick L. Hicks Jr., and I am indeed one half of your sportsologist. And remember, folks, acknowledge me. And this your man, Black. We are back once again for another episode. The other half of your sportsologist in the building. D, you already know what it is, man. Let's get into it. Absolutely, man. We're going to get into exactly what y'all want us to get into. Don't worry. Don't fret. We will talk about the Lakers being swept out of the Western Conference Finals as the Denver Nuggets. Congratulations to them. They're headed to their first ever NBA Finals as they await the winner, as we're currently recording, of the Miami Heat or the Boston Celtics, man. But before we get in that, man, we we, we got to pay homage, man. We got to pay homage, man, because yesterday, um, before uh, uh, the game tipped off between the Lakers, well, early in the day before the game tipped off between the Lakers uh, and the Nuggets, we had one of the, um, man, we had one of the cultural impactful legendary players of at least me and black's generation in our era uh 
call it a career, all right? Carmelo Anthony, man, uh, officially retired from the National Basketball Association uh, earlier uh, this week. And... Um, Black, I've been thinking a lot about Melo, man. I've been thinking about Melo just over the past 24 hours. And, and um, yeah, uh, I like to go back in time when we talk about these players. Because you forget a lot. Mm-hmm. You forget a lot. And, and that's what I've been doing, knowing that me and you <clears throat> was going to get up in here, uh, get in here and uh, do this show. But some of the accolades from Carmelo uh, Anthony. Uh, top 10 scorer all time in NBA history. Currently, right now, he sits... At nine, just some of the accolades, man. Ten-time All uh, NBA All Star. Um, he was four times. He was a total of six-time All NBA um, uh, 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 team. He was a six-time All NBA. He would have been a lot more than that if it wasn't for a couple of guys that he came in uh, to the draft with. But Melo was still one of those guys for sure. NBA scoring champion 2013. <laughs> uh, um, NBA All Rookie in 2004. Um, part of the 75th anniversary team. National champion from the University. Syracuse MOP of that tournament as well. Um, the most winning, uh, most achieved Olympian um, in NBA men's basketball history. All right, he is the guy who holds, I believe, four, uh, four gold, gold medals, medals. Yeah. Uh, with Carmelo Anthony Black. I'm gonna kick it to you, man, and I'll put a bow on it. Carmelo Anthony, just what are your thoughts as one of our legends from our generation calls it a career. Well, man, shout out to uh, Melo Man on um, everything he's accomplished, man. He deserves his flowers. You know, we I, I honestly wish we could have seen a farewell tour for him, but, you know, things don't always work out that way. But I'm like you, D. I, I, I got to thinking about Melo a lot to, today, really. I, I'm just looking at some of his old... Some of his old uh, clips, man. It's time from Denver. It's time from New York. Man, I just... <laughs> Melo really treated us, man, to some great basketball, man. It's, and it's, it's arguable to say that him and... him, <laughs> He should have been probably the rookie of the year because his team went to the uh, NBA playoffs that year, his rookie year. And uh, LeBron didn't. It's an it's, it's, it's a argument because Melo was out of sight his rookie year. So And LeBron was too. And so... I just, man, I just enjoy being able to be in that generation where that class of 02, you know, the 03. O, I mean, 03, uh, put together, man, because we graduated in 02, and then they, they was the next year, bro, so we literally got to grow up with same them. Age. <laughs> yeah, same age. Yeah, we got to grow up with them. Yeah. So, yeah, man, I just mellow, man. He's just one of the one of the best basketball players we've ever seen. Uh, dribble a ball, shoot a ball. He's 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 one of the he's one of the top guys, and in my opinion, he will always be up there. I mean, he was a stone cold killer, man. He was one of the best. I could just have, I could just imagine, man. We always we was talking about today, like I could just imagine if he would have went to the Bulls on that team with Derrick Rose and them D, like what would that have looked like? You know, that's something that we didn't get a chance to see, but it would have been amazing to see. But overall, man, when he went to New York. He brought Madison Square Garden back. He brought New York back to what it was supposed to be when he was there. They was they had lost it for uh, a lot of years, but once Melo came back, you seen the pop, you seen uh, the the craziness of Madison Square Garden and what it and what it's always been over over the years and over the decades, man. So just uh, proud of Melo. Salute to him, man, on a great career. 
and uh, hoping for the best for him, man, moving forward and every uh, everything else that he gets ready to do. Man, um, I'm going all the way back to when I first seen him in Oak Hill. Um, LeBron was getting a lot of hype, obviously um, getting ready to go straight from high school to the league, but I remember the ESPN game, and I didn't know much about Carmelo Anthony at the time, but I just remember this skinny kid with a big fro. And um, him and LeBron were just going at it. And I was like, wow, there's other talent out here than just LeBron. And Oak Hill and his team put up what's happening on St. Vincent St. Mary's uh, High School that night. And that was my first introduction to him. Then we go to the McDonald's game. And then we get to Syracuse. And I vividly remember that tournament run by Syracuse. Uh, Jerry McNamara and uh, Dozier and uh, uh, Melo, obviously, Jim Beheim getting his first and only uh, national championship um, at the University of Syracuse. And you just seen this nappy-headed, braided kid who looked like the guys that I seen in my neighborhood and I seen on my uh, court when I was running around playing ball as a jet. And um, he just had it all. And you gravitated uh, uh, t- towards this kid, and he just went on an epic run, winning that title at 18 years of age. 18 years of age and then getting that MOP. And then the ultra brutal, brutal mistake by the Detroit Pistons. When they had the number two pick overall in the NBA draft and the team ready to go back and win another championship back to back. They drafted Darko Militich instead of a Carmelo Anthony who had proven to the world that he was that dude. And that changed the landscape forever for the Detroit Pistons because they haven't been the same since. Mm. Think about that in its totality. Where have the Pistons been? Where would they be if they would have drafted Carmelo Anthony to add him to Richard Hamilton, Tayshaun Prince, uh, uh, Chauncey Billings? Where would they have been adding that young Melo to the piece? We'll never know. And then we just get to the bully on the block. That Carmelo Anthony was when he was down in the paint and on the block. And you got my favorite player of all time, Kobe Bean Bryant, uh, uh, vividly and loud and clear, letting people know he is the toughest assignment on the other end of the ball because he's so big, he's so strong, IQ, uh, feathery touch to his jump shot. Get to the hole and you can't do nothing with him because he would have break you in half of how big and strong that he was. Lamelo was a timeless player on the court because he was in slow motion, but he was graceful, his game was pure, and he was electrifying because you want to talk about getting hot? That's a guy that we've seen get hot multiple times and it was always a treat to see. The battles with LeBron, uh, uh, the battles uh, with Kobe Bryant, uh, just the, the 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 battles with Dwayne Wade. We just seen him throughout the years, just elevate and elevate and elevate. Get Denver Nuggets early on in his career to a Western Conference Final um, against the Los Angeles Lakers, and then the magic happened. Like Black touched on, he was able to go back to the Garden. He's born in New York City, and he brought the energy and the juice back to that building where they had been desperately looking for something to ignite that city when it came to basketball. And he brought that, him and J.R. Smith, and, and a cast of characters who really um, uh, energized the city. And I remember they put the old wily Boston Celtics out of their misery. Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen and, and Paul Pierce. That was the last time we saw that group together and they were disposed by Melo's New York Knicks. 
And then we continue to go on with Melo. And I always wonder, once again, he's always that what-if player for me because he had an opportunity to go to the Miami Heat. If you don't know the story, Chris Boss wasn't a part of the design. It was Melo, it was Dwayne Wade, and it was LeBron James. We never saw it because Melo was about that paper. And the Denver Nuggets gave him that paper, and he had to take his money. Melo didn't win the NBA championship, but he won many hearts. Many, many hearts of people like me and Black and, and friends of ours and family of ours who enjoy the game of basketball. And I ask that everybody take the time to really put Melo in his proper perspective. And that is that he never cheated a game. Just because he didn't do it your way, just because he wasn't your type of flavor, he never cheated the game. You can say what he wanted, what you want about his decisions and what he did and what he didn't do. But you can never look at him at any highlight or any game and say, wow, that guy was not truly special. Because he definitely was. And I love to hear all the players around the league yesterday give Carmelo his flowers. And everybody said it the right way as it needed to be said. Melo was underappreciated at some point in his career. But now we get time to sit back and reflect like I did today and like Black did today. And you remind yourself, wow, that guy was great. So salute to Carmelo Anthony and a fantastic career. All the highlights, all the contributions to the game, everything that he would continue to do as a result of the game. And I saw... A Kobe Bryant interview in a Western Conference when the Nuggets took game one and Kobe said uh, had ice on his shoulder and the reporter asked Kobe what's up with the shoulder and Kobe said uh, you ain't just see what I had got what I had going on out there that boy's a bull just like that and he was talking about Melo and they went to the highlights and Melo just pounding Kobe putting all that 250 in his chest that's the ultimate signature man when you got one of the great players in his prime and Kobe didn't show love you don't have videos of Kobe showing love, but he gave love to a young Melo. So, salute. Carmelo Anthony, job well done. He officially retires from the NBA. And uh, can't wait to see what's next for Carmelo because he's very active and very involved yeah. with a lot of things, a lot of things outside of basketball. All right? All right, Black, this past weekend, controversy in boxing. They need something in boxing because good <laughs> Lord almighty, boys, it's stale around there these days. Lomachenko. Haney Black, did Haney win the fight? Or was Lomachenko robbed? You wanna know something, D? What you got? I got I got an opportunity to watch the fight. So did I. And I feel like the fight was a draw. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was a draw, D. Um at first I was saying Lomachenko until I really got looking at the highlights until I got a chance to really look at the fight. It was a very close fight because Haney did some good things earlier. And then Lamachenko came on late in the later rounds and, you know, had um, Haney on his toes. And, 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 I mean, some beautiful boxing from both of them. Man. Yes. But if I was a judge, I would have scored it as a draw. But that was a great fight. Uh, it sucks I missed it live. I was I was knocked out. <laughs> um, but after watching it again and seeing everything, D, being able to watch it with no interference, that fight was clearly should have been a draw and uh, not a unanimous win for Haney. I don't know what those judges was thinking about. Dude, yeah, but, that was terrible. You know, it's controversy. I can understand the young, young up and coming Devin Haney. They're giving him the giving him the win, but I don't think that went should have went down like that. I would love to see him running back because that was a great fight, D. It was a great <laughs> fight, man. I would love to see him run it back, but we know that probably is not going to happen. 
But man, shout out to Lomachenko and Devin Haney, man, for uh, putting on a good show. I watched it twice. <clears throat> I watched it live, uh, um, and then I watched it. Um, I think I watched it again Monday because I just wanted to go back and see exactly what you know. Because you know when you're watching a fight live, you're so energetic. It's a lot mm -hmm. going on, but then you get to settle down and kind of watch replay. Then you get to see things you didn't see. And I agree with you. I thought early on in the fight, Devin Haney was doing his thing. He was really putting together some massive boxing, uh, really kind of controlling the pace, kind of outlandish Lomachenko early on in the fight. And then as we got to, I want to say maybe the second half of the fight, that's when Lomo really started, in my opinion, fighting for his life. I, it's like a, something went off in that boy's head. And Haney was fighting like he had already won. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing that I just didn't like. That's the taste I can't get out of my mouth of Devin Haney fighting not to lose instead of fighting to win. But I agree with you, it's a draw. And listen, it might be unpopular right now because we know what could potentially be next, we hope. Is Haney and Shakur Stevenson, but man, I I, I, I think Lomachenko deserve another shot, man. <laughs> and I get it. This is his what fourth loss after the uh, Haney or his third loss. Uh, this is his second loss after Fiatimo Lopez fight. Right. So this is his I, second loss. Yeah. I, I wouldn't mind seeing another fight, but but at the same time, give me Shakur versus Haney next. I'm I'm kind of right there with it. Mm. All in all, what I said, Lomachenko didn't lose this fight. At best, it is a draw. At best, it is a draw, and I kind of feel like the judges were absolutely piss poor with the scoring of this fight. The scorecards are absolutely absurd for Devin Haney. That's why you hate when these fights go to the judges. You just hate it, and this is what you get, a unanimous decision, not even a split. And, I, and the thing is, we never get to hear from the judges. We don't. They don't ever got we to don't. sit down in front of a camera and they can't explain to us what the hell is going on in their eyes. What the <laughs> I would love for eyes? them to do that in boxing, though. They Me them too. Judges to have Me like too. a press conference after the fight. Man, they had targets. But on a little head. side note, I didn't know if you knew this or not. Okay. But word came out after the fight that two days before, Devin Haney signed this new contract with Bob Arums. I saw that today. Yeah, I saw that today. Yeah, he signed. He signed this contract with Bob and mm. Bob Arum. So, I don't. I don't. I, I don't know. But man, with him is that going to play a part in Shakur? With, with him resigning, that tells me that we will more than likely get Haney Shakur than Haney versus Tank because they both on the same promotion with Bob Arums. So that makes more sense for. Devin Haney and Shakur to fight and whoever wins that fight more than likely would get Tank if Tank doesn't find another fight before that. Hmm. That is interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think Tank is the prize at the end of the day. Of no course. disrespect to Haney of and Shakur. Course. I mean, let's call it what it is. I mean, Tank Davis is the face of boxing. Yeah, yeah. 100%. I mean, I mean the only other guys that, no disrespect, but the only other guys that are should be in a conversation. Of course, Tyson Fury, but we know the heavyweight division is um, not attractive, even though you got maybe one or two fights you can make. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, you got Bud and you got Terrence Crawford. Those are the other gentlemen that just come to mind. But, I mean, Tank is the treat. Well, I mean, I guess we'll see what happens. Here we go again. No rant this time, <laughs> but boxing, here you go again. It's, yeah. You have another opportunity. Oh, you have a window. They have a window. This is, this is three fights like, this is a three-piece, like, ready to go. H Haney and Shakur Stevenson? And I get Tank. Haney and Shakur Stevenson. This is what boxing used to be back in the G, man. This is what it used to be back in the G. 
And I hope that somebody with a brain can say, you know what, let's capitalize on the potential that we have that's on the horizon with these guys. Yeah, and I love the interaction after the fight. It was Haney, great. Haney saying, I'm number one. And did, then Shakur Stevens saying, not for long. Did you see the not photo of how Shakur was looking at yeah, Haney? He's hungry, man. He's he hungry. very hungry. He's hungry. He's hungry. And I made it very, very clear about Shakur Stevens a you couple sure years did. ago. You sure did. Because during the pandemic, when they was having the fights with no crowd, that's the first time I saw him. And when you can hear everything. Correct. <laughs> but he, 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 got, he, he has that thing. Yeah, he he kind of got a thing like I saw a tank. Mm-hmm. He got it. No disrespect to Devin Haney, that's going to be a world class fight if it goes down. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get too enthusiast about it, but I just hope we get it. Yeah. So most uh, definitely, but boxing. Let's get right. They have a window, man, to do some some big things, man. They they absolutely have, do. You hearing a lot of news about things being discussed and negotiations going on, but. When it's it's time to make these stuff happen. It's time. Yeah, I mean, boxing has some of the it. longest negotiations I ever seen in my life in combat sports. The sports needs it. The sport <laughs> so needs we, it desperately. We we need it definitely. All right, but let's transfer over to WWE, man. We got Night of Champions this Saturday. Programming note: It's this af- Saturday afternoon, three o'clock. Again, WWE Night of Champions, Peacock, three p.m. All right, three p.m. So let's go over the car real quick. Quick, Black. Let's go ahead and start at the bottom. You got the man Becky Lynch uh, taking on Trish Stratus in a grudge match, uh, so to speak. This will be Trish Stratus's last uh, match on her contract, so to speak, and then uh, we'll be done with that. Thank God. <laughs> no disrespect to Trish Stratus because she did a lot in her time, but I'm tired of it. Let's move on. All right. Next up for the Raw uh, for the SmackDown Women's <clears throat> Championship, you have Rhea Ripley versus Natalia. Don't care. Uh, after that, we got Bianca Belair versus Oscar. Don't care. Next after that, we have Gunther, my guy, taking taking on Mustafa Ali. I, I, look, I get it. WWE. Don't care. I get what you're doing. You're trying to give <laughs> Mustafa Ali an opportunity to perform in front of his uh, countrymen. I, I get it. And you know what? Cool, cool. But don't care. Um. Three most important matches on this card. Let's go ahead and get to the tag team. This is the first main event that Roman won't be in, okay? Roman, this is the first main event that he will not headline the pay-per-view, all right? But you have Roman and Solo taking on Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn for the Undisputed Tag Titles. Black! Does the Tribal Chief get another strap and they disarm Owens and Zayn of the Tag Titles? Talk to me. Hell yeah. <laughs> hey, they taking advantage of this because Roman not going to be around much longer. He won't. So I'm thinking they're going to take advantage of this and put them belts on Solo and uh, mm-hmm. and Roman. And I think it's going to be some chaos with the Usos once that happens. There we go. And that's where I was leading. <laughs> now check this out. I don't think they win them. I think it's going to be a disqualification loss. And I think we're going to start to see the official imploding of the bloodline at Night of Champions. I think the Usos stick their nose in Roman's business and cost Roman and Solo. They won't no one to be pinned. I think you're gonna get a sorry disqualification ending, but the theater after it is gonna be what we remember. That's what I think is gonna happen. So tell me this. Yep. What do you think is going on with Solo? Cause seem like Roman Reigns kinda back though. No, so it seems like Solo starting to make his presence more known in the bloodline. Yes, I think they're trying to get Solo out there, get his character going, get his emotional 
his emotions out there for the public to kind of get used to him because we haven't had much to go off of. Mm-hmm. And I think they're just trying to get him out of his shell and get the audience to try to get used to Solo because he's a younger guy. He's yeah. going to be around and they're just trying to get him off rolling because I got a feeling, man, that eventually Solo's going to be by himself. Like he's gonna be his own kind of thing once Roman kind of goes and goes away, and then the Usos kind of. Because the bloodline, I think it ends this year. Okay. I think I think it ends this year. I don't think we go into twenty twenty uh, four with the bloodline storyline going on. I could be wrong unless we have some tremendous new things added to it, which Roman and Paul Heyman have done a phenomenal job. Who yeah. saw the Sami Zayn thing? Yeah. So we'll see what happens, man. But that's that's what I think. I think Solo's, you know, they're trying to get Solo into his groove, okay? Um, all right, up next, man, Cody Rose, Brock Lesnar in a street fight. This is gonna be a fight. This is not a wrestling match. Are you interested in this, Black? Um, not really. Yeah. But they had a street fight last night. It was pretty entertaining. It was. Yeah. It was. It was. It was. <laughs> Who do you think wins it? Oh. Uh, I'm gonna go Rhodes. I'm gonna go with injured Rhodes. Cody Rhodes wins. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna say uh, that's what's gonna happen with that. I don't think Brock gonna win this fight. I'm gonna I'm go with Cody Rhodes in this one. I think that um, I don't know. We might have got some breaking news here. Yes, oh yes, my goodness! Speaking of boxing, speaking of boxing, uh, not the interrupt. Finally, WWE talk, but breaking news here to the sports desk live. Thank all right, you. um, we just talked about it. Oh. Spence, Earl Spence Jr., Terrence Crawford set. July 29th in Las Vegas. The details of uh, pay-per-view have not been released yet, but ESPN is reporting the deal is done. July 29th in Las Vegas. There we go, boxing. This is what the sport needed. This is what we want. We want mega fights, and this is another fight that can set up for a part two and a trilogy. Young fighters in their prime. Thank you, boxing. Keep us interested. Keep us interested. And this right here, this right here is going to have the sports world paying attention on July the 29th. Earl Spence, Terrence Crawford, we'll get into more details as this thing continues to develop. We'll let you know exactly where the arena, all that stuff's going on. What's Real going quick, on? D, how big is this for boxing? We just said it. Yes, how big this, is this? It's massive. This is this this potentially is, the fight of the this year. This is this is the window I was talking about. Potentially the fight of the year. Man, this is something that we're getting in the summer, in the middle of the summertime. Yeah. That's what after big boxing just, matches are after, held. After we just got Tank and then we just got Haney and Lamachenko, now you finna give us setting up a great year, for a boxing. great year for boxing. Yep. This is what we need to see. Good job, Terrence Crawford, Bud Crawford. I mean, Ter- I mean Terrence Crawford. I mean Earl Spence. Earl Spence. Terrence Crawford. Great job on getting this done and getting in the ring, so we can finally see who's the best at welterweight. This is just the beginning. This is this fight right here is not going to determine. Who's going to be the better of these two guys? In boxing, when you get guys like this, you get trilogies. Mm-hmm. You get trilogies. Go throughout the history of the sport. When you got two guys who are the two guys in their division, how many times will they fight? Mm. Several. Several. This is what we need. Yes. This is what we need, and we'll go from there. Big time for boxing. Hey, somebody like myself, I'll be watching. Because a lot of these boxing matches that be announcing, don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Don't care, but I definitely will be locked in. All right, Black, real quick on Night of Champions, Seth Rollins, AJ Styles for the World Heavyweight Championship. That'll be prominently on Monday Night Raw. Black, who wins this title? Well, you got to put this bet on Seth, man. Mm. Seth just hot right now. Mm. And I, I understand AJ Styles, but it seemed like AJ Styles just coming back and getting in the 
in the groove of things here lately. So I'm going. I'm 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 going to go Rollins because I think he he he's he's on to something here. I love everything Rollins got going. His connection on Monday night with the, with the fans. I just love what Rollins doing. So I'm gonna say they put the, the royal strap around uh, Seth Rollins. I went back and forth. The obvious choice is to say Seth Rollins, but I'm not gonna go there. I'm gonna say AJ Styles wins his title. I'm gonna say AJ AJ Styles wins his title. Um, Seth Rollins is at a place in his career where I don't necessarily think he needs a belt. He's that hot. Mm. He's that hot where he doesn't need a championship. And to be honest with you, to be honest with you, Seth Rollins is bigger than the world title. Wow. Seth Rollins is bigger than that title. He's hotter than that title. Ooh. Somebody like AJ Styles, somebody like uh, him needs that title. Bobby Lashley needs that title. No disrespect to the title. Seth Rollins is hotter than the championship. So what do you do with Seth Rollins? You then? keep him going. You let him keep doing this thing. You put some strap around. You him definitely don't. That's the ultimate compliment when it comes to wrestling. Okay. Think about when The Rock wasn't champion, or think about when Austin was a champion. Were they still not the hottest in the game? Mm-hmm. John Cena was they still not one of the hottest in the game without the title? The title brings validation. He's already been champion. There's only one title that makes sense for Seth Rollins. Only one. That is the undisputed championship. Mm-hmm. He is on a short list, a short list of candidates that could knock off Reigns at some point. He could, he is somebody that I can see that can get the one, the two, the three over Roman Reigns at some point in time. No disrespect to the world title. He's bigger than that to me. I'm going to go with AJ Styles to win that championship at Night of Champions. I don't know how, by hook or by crick, by God, I think AJ Styles is going to get it done. But mm. I could be wrong, but I'm going with my gut. All right. All right. Before we um get into uh, what everybody is looking forward to talk about is Jim Brown. Jim Brown, man, we would be remiss if we did not mention um, the legendary figure, the iconic status of Jim Brown, who uh, passed away um, late last week, man. Uh, Black, me and you are not from the Jim Brown era, but we've heard of Jim Brown. We know of Jim Brown. Um, What are your quick thoughts on just what you know of and what you've experienced and what you've heard of? Uh, Jim Brown, uh, who passed away back on May 18th. Uh, great man, man. Great man. Great football player, activist, man. Um, was 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 in was in the middle of it all, man. When it comes to our people, you know, standing with uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, standing with Muhammad Ali. Um, just, just just that's just to name a few. Uh, Bill Russell and those guys, man. Malcolm X. I mean, just. Everybody, everything that he's been a part of, man, you go back to his days at Syracuse. If 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 no one ever seen the movie The Express, you know, he was the he was this, this shining armor for the Syracuse Orangemen when he was in college and then his young kid Ernie Davis took his spot and he became even something even more. But uh Jim Brown was the guy who who put the tools, you know, gave uh, Ernie Davis the tools to succeed to be exactly what he was at Syracuse. And Jim Brown got robbed of of robbed of not winning the Heisman, but Ernie Davis was able to capture that after Jim Brown. Great movie. Uh, 
uh, went on to the NFL. And then they both, uh, Jim Brown got drafted by the Cleveland Browns and also also did Ernie Davis. So they got a chance to play in the backfield for a few times until Ernie Davis passing. Yep. So, and, and then just Jim Brown had a great career, man, as a running back in the NFL. But the thing that stands out to me, D, him being an activist and the things that he's did for our people, man, standing on on what's right and I just love everything about it. Jim Brown, he's one of the greatest of all time. Um he's gonna be truly missed. I mean he's he, he was he did a little bit of everything acting. He he got in his bag, man, after football. So he was able to do a lot in this world, man. Rest in peace to Jim Brown. I would send all my prayers to his family and his loved ones. Uh truly will be missed. Yeah, Jim Brown, um from what I've Saw, read, heard was his own man. Uh, as a result of that, you see, he walked away from the game of football very, very early. Um, he did not let the game of football define him; it was just a part of him. Uh, like Black mentioned, all the social activism that he did and leading the uh, uh, the uh, I think they call it the uh, coalition, uh, so to speak, with uh, Kareem and Arthur Ashe and Malcolm X and uh, Kareem I mean, and uh, Bill Russell and Muhammad Ali, um, uh, fighting for uh, African American. Uh, people all around uh, 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 the country to receive um, just equality in so many ways. Um, and then, you know, his his uh, talents went well beyond, like Black said, out in the acting. Um, he did a lot of things, had a lot of respect, man. Jim Brown, um, like I said, was his own man. All right. And uh, his accomplishments as a football player, they were more than I even knew about. It's a laundry list. <laughs> Of things, former Super Bowl champion, uh, most valuable player, um, uh, three times over, NFL rookie of the year, uh, eight-time All-Pro first team, second team in 1962, nine-time Pro Bowler, eight-time NFL rushing champion. I mean, the man only played nine years in the league, <laughs> and eight of those years he was a rushing champion. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was it, it, it was crazy, man. So Jim Brown, um, scoring leader, scored the most points in 1958, uh, all-decade team, 50th anniversary team, 75th anniversary team, 100th anniversary team, <laughs> just countless, countless things ring of honor for the Cleveland Brown um, back in his high school days, unanimous All-American. Matter of fact, he was the only unanimous All-American on that All-American team. Um, just uh, And Black told a beautiful story about just his time in Syracuse. So um, rest in peace to Jim Brown, uh, the legendary uh, man um, for everything that he did for right. Um, no human is uh, unflawed. We all have our flaws, and so did Jim Brown. Um, but hopefully he'll be remembered from how he courageously tried to overcome those flaws and better himself as a human being, as a man, and um, you know all of his uh, efforts to society. Uh, especially to the African-American community and our people, hopefully that is praised and uh, remembered and always being uh, uh, talked about uh, for many decades to come. So rest in peace to the great Jim Brown. Uh, Condolences to um, his family and uh, everybody who knew and loved him and was also was a fan of Jim Brown. All right. All right. So we definitely be remiss without talking about the great Jim Brown. But we are going to wrap up the uh, icebreakers and we're going to go ahead and get into it, man, because I know exactly what y'all want us to get into. And don't worry, <laughs> we are definitely uh, going to get into it. Um, you know, it, 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 it's tough, man. It's ridiculous. It's obvious what's being done out here. It's a nightly basis. I hope the world can see now what's really going on out here. It's time once again. 
Dave, bro. You're listening to the Sports Dance. All right, Black. It is time to discuss the fall of the 2023 Los Angeles Lakers on Monday night. The Lakers fell for the fourth straight game in a row to the number one seeded Denver Nuggets, who are now advancing to their first ever NBA Finals, led by the great Nikola Jokic, Mike Malone, Jamal Murray. Um, they got the job done. 4-0 sweep of the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, not to take anything away from the Denver Nuggets at all. That's why I'm congratulating them first um, because they deserve to be congratulated, all right? So let's go ahead and get into it. Let's go ahead and get into this um, this breakdown uh, of the Lakers being swept. And then more importantly, we'll get into this <laughs> this conversation that comes along with it especially when it comes to one LeBron James all right so black all right so very up and down year uh for the Los Angeles Lakers for sure I mean the Lakers start off 2 and 10 to start a regular season a lot of things going on AD gets hurt early LeBron get hurt early oh in the midst of that he breaks the all-time scoring record in NBA history you get a massive trade by All-Star, I mean, by the trade deadline. And uh, you got, what, 18 games or so to get, what was it, six new pieces that we brought in? Mm-hmm. We got rid of we got rid of pretty much everybody except LeBron, AD, and Reeves <laughs> and Schroeder. Yeah. Everybody else is brand new. So you got 18 games. They bring all that together to make a playoff run. They barely got in by the skin of their teeth. They get to the play-in. They win. They host the two-seeded Memphis Grizzlies. Got them boys out of here. And then we face the defending champions in the next round of Golden State Warriors. Got them boys out of here as well. And then we run up against the number one seed where our season came to a end. Black, what are your thoughts today on the Lakers, one, going out in a sweep, and then two, just the overall take on this season from the Lakers? Um... First of all, and foremost, shout out to the Denver Nuggets, man, on mm-hmm. just a, uh, a great four games, man, and sweeping the Lakers. You know, it is what it is, bro. Like, That's what happened. They, by far, uh, were the better team, by far. And um, we didn't get them enough respect. No, I don't know. No, I, no. I don't think if people didn't see enough. I don't think I saw enough of Denver to give them the, the, the respect that they needed. But, you know, I'm a LeBron fan, so I'm rolling with him. Regardless, yeah, so yeah. but um, shout out to them, man, on the um, on an amazing uh series, man, against the Lakers. I mean, Jokic and those guys, man, just look just look really good. <clears throat> they were locked in. Mike Malone is one of the best coaches in the league. I mean, he had those guys ready to rock and roll, and we 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 was able to see that. Lakers, bittersweet for me, D. Um, I love what they these guys did, man, to be able to come on that run, start the season out two and ten. And uh, make that uh, make those moves. For shout out to Rob Palenka, who should have been exec- executive, executive of the, of the year. year. Yes, man, for the moves that he made and um, seeing LeBron at All Star break when after he broke Kareem's record before All Star break. Yep, and to see his interview saying, you know, you know what the pieces we have here, you know, I expect to make a run or make a push at this thing again and. The king, the king delivered on that. That's what happened. You know, he got to the play. He got. He said, "Well, it's time for me to be back a part of the postseason," and that's what happened. Mm-hmm. You know, by hook or by crook, we got there. We got there. <laughs> and man, um, 
it was really a roller coaster ride for the Lakers this year. All year long. You man. know, it's, it's it started out ugly, man, and uh, got to a point where the, it, it looked really good, but and then it, and then it ended it ended bad. It so, did. You know, uh, I'm not too salty about that. D, I it, that it's basketball, and always the better team is always going to is always going to win, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. If you if you're doing things the right way, and that's what Denver was, they were the number one seed in the West all year long. You know, so um, yeah, man, <laughs> it's it, it it sucks. But shout out to the Lakers, man, on a on a good year, man. They they was able to turn things around. I know whatever happens in the off season, uh, they gonna have, that's gonna build a lot of uh, confidence, and especially in the younger guys who's going to be around. And you know, we'll see moving forward what happens with them on a uh, amazing season. But uh, really bittersweet for me D, to see them go home. Um and not be able to see them reach the uh conference finals and have a chance. I mean, reach the uh the finals, the finals and have a chance to win the win the championship. But um, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, let's call it what it is. The Denver Nuggets were the better team. Period. All right, their superstars showed up in the most critical moments of the series. The Lakers superstars did not collectively do that together. Um, their role players were big when the moments mattered the most, and the Los Angeles Lakers role players were not big in the moments that mattered the most. Like Black said, man, and we forget. I think a lot of people forget that the Denver Nuggets were wire to wire the number one seed in the Western Conference all year long. Theoretically, the best team in all of basketball. That's what the record says, that they were the best team in all of basketball. You got a two-time MVP, arguably could have been a three-time MVP. You got a top three, top two-point guard in the league, and then you got one of the better coaches in the league. And the pieces around them, if you look at them, they're long, they can shoot it, they can rebound. Just a very, very ultra-talented team. Did I feel the Lakers had the pieces to beat the Nuggets? I did. That's why I picked them in seven games to start, because that was giving Denver that respect, because I knew how good they were. And I knew Joker was going to be an unstoppable force that it was going to take LeBron and AD combined to do something with that but we saw very early on game one that Joker wasn't trying to hear none of that very early on and then game two the same exact thing wasn't trying to hear none of that the thing that was so upsetting for me with the Lakers losing and am I am I surprised that they lost no am I surprised that they got swept yes does it leave a bad taste in my mouth Absolutely. I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm cool with them being swept in the conference finals. The thing that got me the most, and you watched these games, that we had a chance to win every last one of them. We did. We was there for all. We was every all of them. last one of them. This thing easily could have been the other way for O. Easily. The other way, just a play here and a play there, but that's the game of basketball. It's about moments. It's about not how many points you score, but when you score them. Mm-hmm. And that's the difference between a guy like Nikola Jokic and Anthony Davis. This is what was on display this entire series. You go look at AD Nimmers, you'll say, dang, AD, AD had a respectable series against the Joker. But if you watch the games live, do you remember him being in place when you needed him most? What have me and you been saying this whole season with Anthony Davis? If the Lakers are going to win the championship, who has to be the guy? Yeah, he has to be It got to be AD. And this mm-hmm. is not nothing. I'm not pissing on AD. I'm just talking about what we've seen. Last night, I knew the Lakers were in trouble to be swept when LeBron scored 21 points in the first quarter. That's not the recipe for us to win. And it showed. 
LeBron got to the second half in game four and was dead. He was shot. He literally emptied out the tank. And the thing that upset me most is that we had guys once again watching LeBron. No one's going and getting, nobody's trying to run with LeBron in game four. LeBron had his moments as well. Game two was utterly abysmal by LeBron. He was terrible, especially in the stretch of game uh, two. When the Lakers came out hot that first half. If you go back and look at every game except game one, what were the Lakers at? Up to on top and in prime position. Mm-hmm. Last night in game four, excuse me, on Tuesday, Monday night game four, the Lakers was up, what, 15? 15. Mm-hmm. And got ran down. Ran down. And you want to know what I got ran down? Because them was the better team. Michael Porter Jr., timely buckets. KCP, timely buckets. Aaron Gordon, uh, timely buckets. And then Jokic in the fourth quarter said, all right, guys. Let's go. All right, guys. We're here. They let us back in. I'm going to make sure we get to the NBA Finals tonight. And that's exactly what he did. 15 points in the fourth quarter and a historic triple-double to send LeBron James and the Lakers home. In they building. They shut the lights out in crypto, man. Because they were the better team. That's what it is. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on what I think about this team because I think it was very documented of what I thought about this team all along. And I said before the All-Star break, if the Lakers make some moves, they will they will be fine and they will be able to make a run. That's exactly what they did. The pieces that we got were the pieces that we needed to make this run. Let's call it what it is. The Lakers were the number seven seed in the Western Conference. Playing team in the Western Conference. Two and ten, mathematically, the computers and everybody said the Lakers wouldn't make the playoffs going into the last 18 games of the uh, 22 games of the season. The Lakers had to win 16 games just to get the plan. And they did. Mm-hmm. There's no uh, 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 trophies for second place or third place. No, that's not what this is. But if you look at this team and look what they did to get to where they got, man. Impressive for what they've done. With the opportunity that they had to get what they got. D'Lo, Vanderbilt, Troy Brown, uh, 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 all these key, Ruri, all these key pieces, man, that was beneficial. But when it mattered most last in this series, you could tell. You could tell who was ready and who wasn't for the moment. And the Denver Nuggets role players were ready for the moment. The Los Angeles role players were not as a collective. Reeves showed signs. Rui showed signs. They showed signs, but it wasn't enough. Rui had 10 points at halftime in game four. Didn't score another point the rest of the game. Austin Reeves had his moments. Didn't really get it going in the second half. Instead, we're watching a 38-year-old LeBron James in year 20 trying to heroically get his team to a game five. To me, it was kind of sad to see last night. I wasn't the one hooting and hollering because LeBron was going crazy. Mm-hmm. I was really sad for him because why should he had to do that when you got a potential top five talent on your team still in this prime still in this prime and he didn't say you know what I ain't gonna let this man run out here by himself if we gonna go down I'm going down with him together that just didn't happen it just didn't happen the Lakers went home they got swept this is LeBron James third Time being swept. First time in the conference finals. First time in the conference finals. Third time overall in 20 years of playoff basketball. All right. Now that we got that out of the way, we just talked about facts. And let's get into the conversation that people really want to have. All of the 
the the the the the the okay. The good fun in it that goal comes along with your team losing, I ain't really talking about that. That just comes with it. We done sit up here and gave the Florida Gators hell. We done sit up here and yeah. gave uh and look KD hell. We done gave Hurricane. everybody. Yeah, we done gave oh yeah, Lord knows we done gave the Miami Hurricanes all the hell. That come with it. I I'm not really, really talking about that. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? You, you it's a part of sports, whatever. But I want to talk about this re- these ridiculous narratives. When it comes to LeBron James, when he loses the playoff series, it was so funny to me that during the Warriors series, everything was laid out to for LeBron to be dismissed. Everything. I don't know anybody outside of me, Black, uh, Freddie Bricks, uh, and a couple of other people. Who were really rolling with this thing going into the Warriors? Everybody else was just kind of waiting on the King's head to drop against the Warriors. That didn't happen. And then they went quietly. Those people went quietly. A seven seed Los Angeles Lakers playing team got to a conference finals against the number one seed, and now they want to come out. Mm-hmm. And now the narrative is that LeBron ain't Jordan, LeBron ain't this, LeBron ain't that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Were y'all watching the same thing that I was watching in game four? Were y'all watching that? And I'm going to remind people yet again when it comes to LeBron James. Like, it's cool to hate on LeBron. It's cool to diss LeBron. It's cool to point the finger at LeBron and have a good time at the expense of the greatest player to ever play basketball. I'm going to say it again. The greatest player to ever play basketball. And I'm waiting for the first person to kind of throw a Michael Jordan reference in there because as I remind you again, years 13, 14, and 15, when he was in Washington fighting for the AC, he didn't get there. But we can't talk about that. That's not up for conversation, Black. We can't talk about that. But that's not what this discussion is about. This is the underappreciative... Um, I ain't talking about the jokes. I'm mm-hmm. talking about how underappreciated LeBron is. I ain't talking about the jokes. LeBron is underappreciated because as soon as the buzzer went eh, and the Nuggets went 4-0 and advanced to the finals. Everybody. Everybody came from under their rocks. <laughs> they came from out of the mud. Like they have been standing here all along against Memphis. Well, let's go back. Uh, in the play-in game. Against Memphis, against Golden State, everybody changed teams for three rounds <laughs> until the number one team in basketball from beginning to end. Ain't watched none of them watch the Nuggets all year. They don't even know who Michael <laughs> Porter Jr. is. They don't. They can't even say it. Nicole Jokic. They can't even say it. <laughs> they just call him the Joker. Those are the people who are pushing this narrative. And and quite frankly, I think it's disrespectful to LeBron. When LeBron retires and he hangs him up, he will be overly appreciated then, just like the great Kobe Bryant was. Kobe Bryant was not loved as a player. He was not appreciated as a player. He wasn't. Until he left the game. That's when the feeling came that, no, not everybody loved Kobe. That's how it's going to be with LeBron. We have Laker fans who've been Laker fans since they were children. Say they can't be a Laker fan no more because LeBron plays for the Lakers. 
That is pathetic to me. You willing to uproot your, your, your views of your fandom of a team because somebody who you despise, LeBron is hated. Why is he hated? You know why. Because he's great. <laughs> oh, I know why he's hated. Colin Cowherd told me today. Mm. Colin said because the Michael Jordan thing is why he's hated. Mm. Don't dare compare to Jordan. Mm. That's why he's hated. And another thing I saw, shout out Kendrick Perkins on his Twitter. You know when LeBron formed the ball, the ball going for that rock the cradle dunk in game two? People say you wouldn't have never seen Jordan do that in the NBA playoffs. He did it in the NBA Finals game against the Los Angeles Lakers while he was wide open streaking down the court and he dropped the ball and it rolled out of bounds trying to go for a dunk. But you did you know that? Mm -mm. I didn't know that. No. But that's what I'm talking about. People pick and they choose. And you know what they're going to say about me and you on this show? They go DM black whining, belly aching. Not, no, 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 no. We talking about this for real, man. Nah? This ain't got nothing to do with the nuggets. This ain't got nothing to do with the jokes. This got to do with what the conversation y'all wanted to be about. Mm -hmm. That's the conversation y'all want. Y'all wanted to be about. We don't, we don't, we don't want to have the conversation because we feel like the conversation is, is, is stupid. Let's just call it what it is. Black, your thoughts on the narrative once again once LeBron loses, once he loses, here we are again. An underappreciated genius of a basketball player who's going to have a hard time getting the respect that he deserves because people just simply hate him. Yeah, man. It's been the same thing for, <laughs> since the man stepped on the court. Yeah. At, at age 18. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's, it's just been hate, I guess, you know, and then once he started showing himself to show what he could do and the talent it just got better and better, he started learning the game, you know, just, you know, all the good stuff, D. Yeah, of course. I mean, the, it's, it's documented. The, 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 the man is uh, the greatest to play the game. He's shown it. His resume says it. A pass first player. Who ever thought a pass first player would be doing this? <laughs> Who would ever thought that? All-time scoring leader. And you got you got assassins out here, you know, natural-born scores, guys who just yeah. fill it up. You, you got guys who cold-blooded, Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan. These guys just can, can kill you. Mm -hmm. And then you have this kid. Well, you have this man in LeBron James, man, just 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 comes on the scene and it looks different. He looks like a freak of nature. 6'8", 240 pounds. I mean, streaking down the court. <laughs> I mean, just just doing it all, man. Having fun, getting his teammates involved. And it's it's it's, it's just wild to me, D, that over so many years, what you say, what, two decades? These 20 years, right? Two decades, D, we've been seeing hate for LeBron James because the narrative that you say of him being compared to Michael Jordan or uh, some people say, well, he ain't Kobe also. So... Of course, he's not none of those people. He's not either one of those guys. He's LeBron James. And for people to keep this narrative up, up about him uh, losing a 38-year-old man, when y'all have never even seen anything, a 30-year-old man even reach a conference finals uh, in basketball. Don't keep it real but, with him, Black. But, but just because it's LeBron James... Oh, it's something to bitch about.
It's something to complain about. It's something to go on Twitter when you've been behind a rock ever since ever since the Red Assassins went home. You want to come alive, <laughs> and you know who you are. Yeah. I mean, like I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't understand it. Like, what about the hate though? I, what about the hate? I just it. What about LeBron ain't really that? What about LeBron ain't him? What about LeBron trash? What about what do you say to those people? And I ain't talking about the jokes. I'm not talking about people who making jokes and sending memes. I'm not talking about them. Mm-hmm. I ain't talking about our guys. I ain't talking about Dumbar. I ain't talking about. I ain't talking about. I ain't them. talking about them either. You know what I'm just saying. I just want to put that out there. I'm yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. people who literally just hate them. Just 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 hate them. Just want to say hateful just things hate because he ain't their favorite player. Okay, there we go. Because he ain't their favorite player. Okay. And he feel like they feel like their favorite players. I might be talking to Sad though, but go ahead. Uh, They feel like their favorite players did it better than LeBron James. Or, and that's cool. And who was LeBron James to come over and take their shine? And that's cool. You but know. We can't respect LeBron at but the same we can't, time. We, we can't respect it, but we were, supposed to, we were supposed to respect Jordan. We were supposed to respect Kobe. No disrespect to neither one of them. Coming up, do, uh, do you know how I roll? I never liked Kobe. Yeah. Me and you went back and forth for <laughs> years. <laughs> I mean years. Yeah, yeah. But I but it's one thing that I did. I respect this game. And respect I already him. knew. I said, boy, look at him. <laughs> he liked that. He liked that. <laughs> but LeBron James can't be like that. Mm-mm. He can't get that love. I've never seen a man. And you could call it, you could you could take it how you want to take it. I've never seen a human being, a man. Why would a, a another grown man want to see another man fail? Like, like, like in for real, for real, like for, for real, real, for real. We talking for real, yeah, right? Like, yeah, like for real. Why would you want to see another man fail? But you know what sports do to people, though. And I understand. You know it, what sports, but do to at people. the end of the day, that's just like me saying, "Oh, my homeboy." Oh man, whatever he do, I don't want to see him succeed at nothing. I want to see him down bad. It's just down bad. And people might say, "Oh, this not what this about. It's about sports." Yeah, it is sports, but why the hate though? But at this point in his career, why the hate though? We ain't talking about years three, four, five, and six. We ain't talking about. No, I'm no, I'm not talking about we, that. We, we talking but about. But this is something we've been dealing with for a whole two decades, D. Yeah, but why are we dealing with it right with now? Hate. Still, but why are we dealing with it right now? Still, that that's my question. I ain't talking about when LeBron just got yeah. elite. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I'm talking about case example. You probably don't even remember this. It was a Thursday night game, TNT, Lakers and Cavs in Cleveland. During the regular season, me, you, Tay, Brian. I mean, we was in here going to war about it, bro. Kobe, LeBron. Mm-hmm. But, 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 but this the prime years. We know LeBron on the way out. This year 20. That's what I'm talking about right now in the 20th year. We still got this narrative of LeBron James. Hey, yeah. it's crazy to me. It's crazy, and and I never understand it. But you know, people have free will and free right to do what they want. They to absolutely do. do. You know, and if you want to continue to be a hater, do just your be thing. A, just be a hater because. But you foolish. This man didn't accomplish everything under the sun. He accomplished everything your favorite player yeah, didn't yeah. accomplish. Huh? <laughs> Oh, I ain't mean to go there with it because you know they don't want to talk about that. I said he accomplished everything more than your favorite player accomplished. Hell, he accomplished more than my favorite player accomplished. Let's just keep it a buck, man. Yeah, and this narrative about oh, man. I think this narrative about uh, 
winning rings, D, and it's 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 I guess it's a amount. Let's keep it real. You know, it's an amount. It's six. It's six. It's, it's, it's six, six rings it's six. and and no losses in the finals. Yeah, and okay. and I just I I I don't, I don't want to stand it, but your favorite players, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant. They never had to go up against dynasties. <laughs> they never had to play dynasties in the championship rounds. In the cha- in when it was when it was on championship the line, rounds. when it was time to horse a trophy. Championship rounds. They never had to face dynasties. D. They don't get talked about. Mm-hmm. You know what get talked about? Who he lost to. Mm-hmm. Who he lost the teams the, the the players that he lost to? Why couldn't he do it? If he's just, just that great, why he couldn't do it? Well, Michael, we know Michael Jordan couldn't do it alone. My lord, he needed Scottie Pippen, right? My lord, my lord. And then Shaq and Kobe needed each other. They did. And he needed Paul Gasol. He did. Because before Paul got there, what the might not happen again? Might not have happened. It might not have happened. Everybody again. needs somebody, bro. Except, Everybody except needs somebody, Raymond. but except Raymond, he supposed to do it himself. Mm-hmm. Cause he the goat. Yeah. The nobody goat. said, and we was talking about this day. Nobody says nothing when when LeBron was taking me, you, mm-hmm. and Dunbar to the finals. To the finals. You know, you want to give you another example? Have you heard anything <laughs> about Kevin Durant, Devin Booker when they went home? Cause the same team that sent us home, and this, it, they sent them home in five games. Yeah, yeah sent them home in five games. And have what, you heard, have you heard a peep? Nothing about, about Kevin Durant. Nothing about him. But you want to know something? It's so wow. interesting. Wow. And the Kevin Durant fans get me. I don't understand it. <laughs> we haven't seen this man play in a conference final since 2019. We haven't. The man. <laughs> we haven't seen him in a conference final. And we got to breaking that thing down at work. <laughs> And we like, oh snap! Stephen A. Smith. Let just just let me say this, D, and I'm gonna leave Durant alone. Kevin Durant, yeah, he a sniper, he a killer, but he a bona fide Robin. Mm. He ain't no Batman. Stephen A. Smith had the nerve to say that he was still the best player in the world. Are you kidding me? (laughs) But this is the stuff that don't get talked about. It don't. KD don't get talked about. And we're not supposed to be talking about it right now because we hate and we cry. Yeah, we, we, we yeah, yeah, yeah. We, 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 we're moaning in the old. Look, look, look man. Right everybody who listen to the sports desk, who hate LeBron, because you're listening, because you hate LeBron and you want to hear us talk about it. Yeah, they're listening right now. They about to cut it off, right though. Now. They about to cut it off. Continue to hate. Yeah. And, and as always, <laughs> you can, to hate. y'all can call in. We'll talk to anybody. What's my dog who I had to uh, get with on here that one time on the show? <laughs> my homeboy. Your homeboy. Uh, 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 my man. Tavares. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> same thing. Shout out to well, Tavares. He, he a LeBron guy. So he, well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying yeah. it, was, it was the same thing. If y'all want to have a conversation, come in. He was talking about what Kobe and D-Wade. Yeah, yeah. Kobe but and I'm D-Wade. saying if y'all want to have a conversation, y'all can holler at me. <laughs> we can talk anytime y'all want, but nobody is saying, hey, bro, I want to holler at you. Nobody's saying that. Cause we can real deal talk about this like for real, for real. And yeah. we're not gonna spend no much. I don't. More, I don't want to spend. It. We ain't gonna spend no much more, uh, much more time on that. But we, we, I, we just want to know. And maybe y'all can let us know. Y'all know our Twitters. Y'all know our personal lines. Y'all know how to get in contact with us. We really, really, really want to know what's your beef with LeBron James. And, I want to know what it is. And that's the thing. Like this man just got swept. Damn, he didn't got swept for. <clears throat> he didn't got swept for 
a third time in twenty years. In twenty years, dang that 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 is is that a stain to his legacy? Man, stop, man. Me. What was like? God, Lee, like, but it ain't down. LeBron and went on went out on the shield once again. Four to ten and nine. Nobody not talking about that. Four to ten and nine. Ain't nobody talking about that. Even though he was shot after the first half, nobody wants to talk years, about it. Thirty eight years old. Oh. LeBron, all he was able to do was go over and stand over in the corner. Of course, Dodo, if you're 38 years old playing basketball, you're going to go stand in the corner too. 20 plus. 20 years. But, D, I don't understand it. I don't think I'll never understand it, D. But, man, this one thing I know, and we talked about this today, D. When he gone, the gang going to miss him. Y'all going to miss him. Badly. Because who you going to have to hang on in? Giannis, we gonna, we gonna to <laughs> who you gonna, gonna latch on to? We, who, who you gonna hate on? You may find a way to, to hate on Steph Curry. They might turn on him. They might turn on him. <laughs> if he, if he, get, if he, if he, if, if let, let's just say Steph end up winning two more rings in his career. Oh, he getting he 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 read at Jordan. Oh, oh it's a problem. Now. It's time to turn coat. He turn level. It's time to turn coat. <laughs> he Jordan level now. But knowing us, D, he'll get praised. Yeah, just he'll get praised because of who he is. We he'll just want to know. We we just want. I know. just want. I just want to know what it is that LeBron has done to y'all. Real deal. What did he do? Real deal. What he did. Y'all know who you is. You know who you be on Twitter. Whoever you in person, you didn't have conversations with me and D. Call and tell us what's the issue. We'll talk to y'all right away. I really want to know. Anybody? Maybe, maybe next episode somebody could call in. No and problem. Break it down and tell us exactly no what problem. the hate is for. No problem. We just want to know. We want to know. Because we, we can't figure it out. And we're not talking about the jokes, bro. Not the jokes, not the hate. About, we're not talking about the jokes. We ain't talking about the people who hit my phone and all. And I, that's cool. That come with it. I ain't talking about the jokes, bro. I real deal want to know why y'all hate the man. And the flow is y'all's. Y'all know how to get in contact with us, man. Let's have a conversation next week. Episode 228. Let's have we can have an open QA next week. Because the last thing I thought I would see after the man went out 4 to 10 and 9, the last thing I thought I'd see is more vitriol and more hate. I can see if the man went out 6, 4, and 3 with 12 turnovers. Hell, I would have been on here saying, LeBron, hang it up. <laughs> But that's not what we saw. You know, somebody had to nerd to me. Well, dang, these the Suns was able to get one. Yo, stop it, bro. What? But that's cool though. Let them hang their hat on that. <laughs> okay. Let them hang their hat on All that. All right. But you know, All we right. want to talk real deal. Y'all still listen to the show right now? Y'all want to call in next week? Make arrangements. Hit us on our Twitters. Hit us on our Instagrams. We say the locations every week. Drop a line. I will call you, and we can have a conversation. Y'all just let me know. Real deal talk. We just want to know, dog. Black, before we wrap up the show, man. What you got for me, man? LeBron James started talking, man, in a way that we didn't see him talk before. Last uh, At the end of the series. Black, does, Re- does LeBron James seriously walk away from the game? <laughs> at 20 years? We heard LeBron talk in a way that we hadn't heard him speak before. He started kind of... Talking in a way, bro, where he was starting to immortalize his career. Really kind of go down memory lane, start talking about sacrifices and flame, uh, 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 flights and, and bus rides. And he really, real deal, started talking. And his tone kind of changed because I think the reality of LeBron and Bronny playing on the same team might not be a reality. 
Because I don't think I think LeBron has been told by Bronny that he don't want to play with his dad. LeBron keeps saying it. Like in the past couple of weeks, that might not be what Bronny want to do. Before that, what was LeBron saying? Mm-hmm, they my dream play. is play with my son. Yeah. Black does LeBron really, really leave the game of basketball and ride off into his next life after this season? I don't know. It was weird to hear him talk about it, but I know emotions high after losing. Been high a lot. And then you 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 get to uh you get to reminiscing and thinking about everything, you know, <clears throat> that you accomplished and all the work, you know, you had to put in, everything you had to go through this season. So I can understand it. But do I think he's gonna retire? No D. And I think he also probably trying to put some pressure on, you know, the Lakers, Rob Link and them guys to Finally, get it probably get the pieces in there that they really need to win, you know. I, I, I and I was talking to you earlier about it when we was preparing for the show. Like it was weird to say, and I was really thinking, like, man, could he really like? Could this really be a thing? Like, could this be it? Like, I, me personally, I don't want to see him go out like this. You know, I don't want that to be the last thing because I'm I'm a LeBron fan through and through. Of course, I don't want to see him go out. Losing or go out getting being swept, I want to see him in that in it on top. But I know that don't always happen for all the for for some of the greats. They don't always go out on top. But I'm gonna say no, D. I'm gonna say no for now. But man, it was when I first heard it, I was like, wow, could he really be at that point now where he where he really could see himself hanging him up? And I was when I was talking to you, I was saying, D, I, could that be a real thing? But being able to hear some stuff and then really sit back and think about it, I think he still got. I think he still got something in the tank, and I think he believes that his window isn't closed. The door isn't closed on his window to potentially win another championship. I believe. I feel like he probably just trying to put some pressure on the Lakers as an organization. You think it was strategic for him to say that? I I, I think that I think that could have something to do with. Really? It. I think it could have something to At do. At this with point it, in his career, you thought that yeah. crossed his mind. I think it did, cause okay. I believe I believe in year thirty, you just not gonna say that you wanna, you know, he, he don't get happy about conference finals. He said it. I don't get happy about that. That don't excite me. I want to play in the finals. I want to be in the finals. I want. I'm playing basketball to win championships. He said these things in his press conference last night. I mean, he did. You he know, did. he did. It's, just, it's, 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 it's a lot of things. He didn't accomplish everything you can accomplish as a basketball player. That's my point. Yeah, and 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 I, and, and and if and if he did do it, I would I would be so hurt, but I would understand it because he didn't accomplish so much. But I don't think the tank. I don't think I don't think the tank empty. D the tank. Your tank got to be empty. Uh, I think Kobe, I think Kobe Tank was empty when he decided to step away. Okay. I think it was empty. And I think basketball players, they just ain't got to want it. No, they don't want it anymore. And if they got anything left, I, I, all those years that all those years that Kobe had towards the end, even though he was getting hurt, he still had a little something in the tank that may want to push him to still want to play, even though he was dealing with injury after injury. But yeah, once once he got to year twenty, he he knew that this was gonna be the last ride because he he felt like he gave the game everything he could. I feel like I feel like LeBron still feel like he can horse another uh, uh trophy and win another championship at his age. He know he still he know he still can be healthy enough to do it. 
I don't see him doing it, D. I don't see him retiring. Earlier I did, but after th- really thinking about it and seeing some stuff today, I don't. I think he. I think he comes back and plays. And that's why I asked you that because the fan in you is talking. <laughs> the fan in you is talking. No, that's not. I'm just no, being it is, real it too. Is, now. It is. It it's is. It is. It is black, and it's okay. That's your guy. That's your guy. Real deal fan. That's your guy. So th- that is the fan in you talking. We've seen LeBron take brutal losses before. Yeah. And he didn't even make the playoffs last year coming off of an injury. LeBron pulled his groin pretty bad and they shut him down. Didn't hear him talk about that in the exit interviews. The one thing that I found interesting with LeBron yesterday, well, at the end of the series against Denver, two things what he said. And I've said it earlier a few minutes ago. He had been roaring and roaring about playing with Bronny all season. Basically saying that's the only thing left to check off his list is to have an opportunity to play with his son. But the tone has changed in the past couple of months when he has been asked that question. LeBron made it very clear when LeBron, when Bronny Jr. made his decision to go to USC after a game, he said, my son might not want to play with me. That's his decision, and I'm cool with that. Why did he just start talking about that? Why? I think he started having real deal conversations with Bronny. And maybe Bronny real deal, that is not something that he may have on his list to do is to play with his dad. And if I'm Bronny Jr., why would I want that? Mm. What is that is going to bring a lot on that kid. And maybe Bronny sees that. Second thing, I think that probably was a gut punch to LeBron. I think it was. Because what he may want is not what his son want. And theoretically, after that, now he started looking at his uh, mortality in basketball. He has nothing left to prove. He don't have to dribble another ball, shoot another three. He don't have to win another award. LeBron James, in my opinion, and many people who are fans of the game, deem him as the greatest basketball player of all time. And if you don't agree with that, then he's the number two greatest basketball player of all time, depending on who you're talking to. LeBron started telling us at the end of that series, plane rides, car rides, sacrifice my body. Can I keep my mind sharp being away from my family? Those are things we haven't heard LeBron talk about openly and publicly. Now, is it raw after a loss? Yeah. It it looked very clear that LeBron was very upset. And he was so upset that all he could do was laugh about it because he couldn't believe that they had lost in a manner in which they lost. I thought about it and I thought about it and I thought about it. Ever since me and you had talked earlier and I really went back and I watched him. Black. I'm going to say it's a 65% chance that we've seen LeBron for the last time. Mm. I'm going to say more than 50%. Because what else? You think he wants to continue to go through what he's going through? LeBron's body's been taking a beating over the past, since he's gotten to L.A. Groin injury, groin injury, foot injury. He's been dealing with ailments. He's been dealing with it. Reports are right now that LeBron may have to have surgery, a mild surgery, minor Uh surgery for the first time in his entire career. Well, Well, tell me this real quick. Tell me this real quick. Dave, McMahon, Dave McManus came out today. McManus, mm-hmm. McManus, that's his name. Yep. And reported today that 
you know, he talks close with LeBron or somebody who yeah. was close to LeBron or yeah. whatnot, saying that this playoff see this this playoff run was very taxing on the body, Tough. as you said. Tough. But he also said in the midst of the Memphis series, that was a very physical bang, banging. You know, it was that was a very rough series for him, the Memphis series. Then they beat Memphis and get to the Warriors. And he said the Warriors was more of a rehashing of stuff in the past. So really a very emotional thing. It brought, it brought up some some demons from the past when they played the Warriors, mm-hmm. to say so, like mm-hmm. that. So it's, it got his mentals kind of like, damn, is it worth? Do you believe that plays a part? No. And him maybe having these questions about retirement. If it, it could it really be that grind, he the tax on his body, and then dealing with these different teams he'd have been in, in wars and and wars and wars with like the Warriors. Like, could that have played a part in him saying, like, dang man, this is it's really a lot at my age now. When when I was younger, it was cool. It was okay. I've, but now at 38, you know, for that stuff to come back up and then my body not be as healthy as it is and then have to it's it's getting worse every by the series like I could could that be the push for the potential I, I could step we, away I think when you get this far as LeBron got this far to go out the way that they did the way that it happened and how close the Lakers were to winning all of these games and they didn't win them and you look across the pond and you see the Miami Heat are barreling down and punching in a ticket to get to the NBA Finals, I guarantee you LeBron and Anthony Davis had conversations as if we can get there, we can beat them, and we can get another ring. I think those conversations were being had, not to, not to dis- disrespect the Miami Heat in any way because they're playing phenomenal. But I think to go out the way that they went out, the realistic vibe that he may not play with Bronny because Bronny might not have that as a goal of his, mm-hmm. It's forcing LeBron to really think about his mortality in basketball. He has nothing left to give us, to prove to us. Nothing. LeBron don't want to be a charity case. He don't want to be the guy that's, oh, LeBron playing like, let's watch him one last time type of guy. Mm. He don't want to be that. Kobe made that very clear. If I start getting down to scoring 18 points a game or something like that, I'm out. Hell no. Yeah. Y'all ain't never going to see me go out like that. Yeah. Not saying LeBron is... Headed that way, he averaged 25, 8, and 8 this year. Mm-hmm. So he got plenty in the tape, but is it worth it for him? That's my thing. Okay. Is it worth it? His daughter's getting older. So you feel like you still have it in the tank, but it ain't worth it. Yeah, it might not be worth it. The mental aspect, the, the, the journey of the getting re- your body ready for the season. I don't know what it's like to be on that level, but just hearing it. I was listening to Shannon Sharp today. Shannon Sharp just said simply, I ain't want to be in the meetings no more. Yeah. So you feel like, do you feel like when, when I know it's kind of off, but... Did you feel like Kobe still had it? Feel like he still can do it or he gave it all he could? I think Kobe and thought. it's mental, like yeah, what you're saying. Yeah, I think Kobe thought oh, he could injuries. still do it, but yeah. his body started to break down on him. Okay. Even though Kobe's injuries was a little bit worse than bronze Achilles, a torn labrum and all that. LeBron dealing with ankle and foot and yeah, Kobe and, had like major stuff. Yeah, but but LeBron yeah. is starting to deal with things that he ain't had to deal with. LeBron would have to go into year twenty one, possibly coming off a of surgery. He's never dealt with that. Yeah. Is it worth it? Gotcha. Okay, that's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great possibility. I'm gonna say more than fifty percent, close to 60, 65 
that LeBron walks away from the game. Yeah, I ain't see Wonka Shea say it. What did he say? What did he say? He just talks about how it is, man. When you get to that point, man, I don't want to go to the meetings. I don't want to go to training camp. I would love to play the game. I would love just to go out there and play the game. But you got to prepare to play the game. Yeah. Shannon Sharp said he just didn't want to put in the effort no more to get ready to go and play the game. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to do that. Okay. And that's why he. That's when he knew it was time to go. And maybe LeBron is tired of those plane rides down to Miami from L.A. Maybe he's tired of going to play Detroit on a Tuesday night and it's a blizzard outside. Maybe he's getting to that point where is it worth it? Is it worth it? We're going to see. I think LeBron going to take his time. He's going to assess his body, assess his mind. He's going to get with his family. And uh, we'll see what happens. Now, deep down inside, do I think he calls it a career? I don't. But I think it's a real possibility that right now he's at home with his lovely wife, his beautiful kids, and he's enjoying being home, being a dad, being a husband. Would he rather be playing in a game five tomorrow night? Sure. But if you know what it's like to be around in an environment, man, where you could be like, dang, like, I don't want to leave. I can get used to this. He ain't had that in 20 years since he was a boy. He came into the league as a boy. He a grown man. He ain't had a chance to be that. I'm looking at it outside of the sporting gotcha. thing. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at it from the father aspect, the family man aspect, the businessman aspect. I got you. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll, mm. we'll be we'll we'll watch it closely and we'll see what happens, man. And um, hopefully, me and you know, hopefully we're wrong. I'm wrong. Hopefully, he comes back for year 21 and the Lakers can do some things. We have plenty of time to talk about that because we have to give our respects and talk about the NBA Finals and things like that, and we which we will do. If you're a basketball fan, you will continue to watch and see how the rest of this season turns out. Um, but um, we will we will be paying close attention to what happens, man, with LeBron James and the L.A. Lakers. LeBron was not at the exit meetings today for the he Lakers. Wasn't, he wasn't because he he did about 15 minutes after the game he last did. night. But, but so even, I, I, I could understand why he wasn't there. Yeah, and Rob Plinkin, Darvin said he deserved it. He deserved to go ahead and go. And he did. Mm-hmm. And he did. So we'll see what happens. All right. All right, man, that's going to wrap up this episode of the Sports Says, man. Currently right now, recording games four is getting ready to tip off Heat and Celtics. Black, real quick, do the Celtics fold and get swept by the Miami Heat or will we be looking at a game five real quick? Uh, Heat win tonight. Heat go sweep? To the NBA. Heat sweep, they go to the finals. I agree. I think the Boston Celtics are in disarray. And on the next episode of the Sports Says, I think we'll be talking about do you keep Tatum or do you keep Jalen Brown? I think that's what we'll be talking about on the next sports this. And do you fire Joe Mazzula? Mm. I think that's what we'll be talking about. But we will see. For all we know, we could be coming back here on the Monday. Might be getting ready for a game seven in Boston? I don't know. I don't think so. We will see. Mm. We will see. All right. All right, man. Um, Yeah, that's about it. Episode 227. Hopefully, y'all enjoyed uh, this episode. Hopefully, y'all you know was able to get what you were looking for or get what you weren't looking for. But, uh, you know, it is what it is, man. And uh, we'll continue to talk NBA playoff basketball. We'll talk about the NBA Finals. We'll kick off June 1st, next Thursday, 9 o'clock, ABC. That's what we get, the NBA Finals. Denver Nuggets are awaiting the winner of the Boston Celtics or the Miami Heat. All right? Black, any final remarks before we get up out of here, man? No, man. Appreciate all the love and support, man. Y'all keep rocking with us, man. We're going to continue to give y'all great content. Y'all can hit me on Twitter and Instagram at BlackENL3. 
Y'all hit me up, man. Let's talk about it. Yes, sir. Desiree L. Hicks Jr. on all those platforms, the Twitter, the Instagram, the YouTube. We can talk about whatever it is that you want to talk about, all right? So spread the love, spread the podcast, spread the show, man. Tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. That's another podcast I hear that they might want to listen to if they into the world of sports, all right? So until next time, man, y'all be cool, be safe. Take care of yourselves, man. Enjoy the rest of your week, man. And we'll catch y'all next week on the Sports Desk. And remember, you want to call in, you want to talk, you want to have a conversation, just drop us a line. Hit us up. And we would love to have you on. Show. New Sports Desk.